Dexter, a fawn-coloured French bulldog, lives with his human in an apartment in New York City. He eats food cooked especially for him, has four beds and countless tennis balls. Size small, of course. According to his human, Dexter enjoys eating, sleeping and sniffing. But Dexter has another life his human knows nothing about. He is the famous Detective Dexter. Every morning after his human leaves for work, Dexter puts on his detective hat, heads out onto the terrace, leaps onto the ledge and hops onto the fire escape where he keeps an office. His trusty assistant, a Pomeranian named Peanut, is always early and there is always a line of city dogs who need help. Dexter has asked Barbara the Doberman to tell him everything about this Fergie de Meaux everyone keeps talking about. Fergie de Meaux is the most diabolical creature who ever lived. With claws so sharp and so strong, they can cut through metal. Teeth so pointy, he could bite a stone and crush it. And fur so soft and cuddly, with a tail so fluffy, you would be fooled in an instant into thinking he is your friend. But he is not. He is Fergie de Meaux, the Persian cat from Hialeah. Don't forget, the little guy. Oh, yes. Hubert, his sidekick, looks like a kitten, cuts like a tiger. His fiendishness knows no bounds. Ah, it all began years ago. They were known as the Riff Raffers, cat burglars who stole anything they could get their paws on. Fish, diamonds, sneakers, you name it, they took it. Then the operation got bigger. They started stealing everything. Cars, too. Took three cats to steal one, but they did it. And Fergie de Meaux vanquished all the competition. He ruled Miami. And he was mean, diabolical. Animals cast out, rules changed, fees had to be paid or else. We call his time here the rainy days of Miami. Many of us got together one rainy night and decided we must defeat Fergie de Meaux and put the city back the way it was. We worked tirelessly trying to infiltrate his clouder. Finally, we got one. A kitten called Felipe. Little Felipe oh, was sick and tired of being told what to do. He wanted as much milk as he felt like and the freedom to play all day. So, they flipped, started giving us everything we needed to vanquish Demel. He was going after the crown jewel of Miami. <laughs> the color of colors, the flu. A collar made of diamonds, designed for Charlotte of Salzburg. She lived hundreds of years ago. She was the dog of the queen, which made her queen of the dogs. It is said that it has magical powers, and any dog who wears the crown jewel collar will have anything they like, that they will rule. Ooh, I'd like to see it. Where is the collar? At the museum. But Fergie and his Clouder could get to it. Yes, or at least we thought. 
other way, we knew we had to stop him. It was now or never. So we came up with a plan. It took quite a while, but we were finally able to catch Hubert. He put up quite a fight, but we got him. And we took him to a lady we knew would never let him go. Would cuddle him, feed him, keep him in her apartment safe and sound. A lady who lives on the 45th floor of a building in Brickell. He's been there ever since. Sometimes you can see him in the window, looking out, longing to be back on the streets. But he never will be. Hmm. Then we got Fergie. He was eating sushi at the back of a very nice place in Windwood. He fell right for the piece of uni we put in the back of an old crate. Bam! Locked up! And shipped out. We locked him in a container at the port of Miami. Those things go everywhere. Europe, Asia... Africa, Antarctica. We slapped an Antarctica sticker on there. Take him to where it's as cold as his heart. <sighs> but now, it seems, he has found his way back. Ready to take his power back. And he is probably aiming straight for the collar. First, we should put eyes on Hubert. Make sure he stays where he is. Where were his old headquarters? An old shack on the beach. Hmm, I doubt he would go back there. But we should check it out anyway. And if he's been seen around the races... Ritz, you and Phyllis go check out the races and uh, take Frankie with you. Phyllis, snout zipped. These lips are sealed. Rex and Phyllis head to the races, while Dexter complete with Baxter and Belinda on his back, and Barbara set out toward Miami Beach, where Fergie's old headquarters still stand. Barbara, while it was an interesting story you told, there is still one piece missing. The key. Hmm. The key which no one is supposed to know about. The key which seems to be causing all this fuss. But no one has explained what the key opens. A guarded treasure, most certainly. But perhaps more of a crown jewel? You are a good detective. Hmm. You may as well tell us now. And what you say stays between us. Baxter, Belinda, agreed? Agreed. We can keep a secret. Obviously. I suppose at this point, the cat's out of the bag anyway. <laughs> you are correct, Detective, in the assumption that the key does guard the collar, but... Not the real one. How did you know? Hmm, a hunch. The flu in the museum is a copy. A fake, a dummy, made to protect the real one. This is not the first time someone has tried to gain power by stealing it. After two attempted heists... The real one was hidden away by the humans long ago, in a place only two people knew. The head of the museum and the man who built Fiskaya. They made a fake collar for display to keep the real one safe. Much to the Doberman's relief, as the collar was said to have magical powers. They called it the flu to keep people away from it. 
They hear flu, they think fever, cold, sneezing, <laughs> but it caught on. The fabled flu and its magical powers. The whereabouts of the key were passed down from generation to generation. Two pieces, put together they would open the secret place where the flu was kept. But when the house became a museum, the secret was lost. Only the dogs knew. So they tasked two families with keeping the key safe. The fluffers and the shavers. This was the reason for their falling out. Each family wanted full control of the key because, well, they thought they could do better than the other. But it was not for one family to have. The point of the two-piece key was to always have it safeguarded. And now Fergie de Mont knows about it. Many knew about it, but as a myth, if Fergie has confirmed its existence, and it seems he has, then yes, he knows and he's coming for it. When he gets here, we'll be ready for him. We'll need a plan. We, oui. First, we must warn the fluffers and the shivers. Make sure the key is safe. And we must find Elena and Julio. I will warn the fluffers and the shavers. I will look for more clues as to where he's taken Elena and Julio. In New York, we have a tribunal, and we use it to give warnings or signals. Mm. We too have that. The dolphins help us. When they hear, coo, coo, they know what to do. Three whistles, travel. Meet at Viscaya. Two means coast is clear. Five means run. Good. I will keep an ear out. Any other messages, you'll hear the calls. Give a howl and the parrots will find you. They'll have the answers or send the message. If there is no dolphin signal, meet us at the races after you speak to the fluffers and the shaviers. We will see what we find and meet you there by sunrise. Perfect. Good luck, detective, and Godspeed. And you, Barbara. Find out what happens next week on Detective Dexter.